Hey y'all, it's time for some damn good content. I'm Shelby Claymall, your host and business bestie. I'm a content creator, social media manager, and coach, keynote speaker, wife, and a mama of two who ditched her nine to five to build a thriving multi six-figure business solely using social media. Just like you, I'm a working mom and a wife with limited time. So I'm committed to cutting the fluff and delivering tips and fresh ideas straight to your earbuds on how you too can harness damn good content and create that type of business that you love and are proud of. Each week, we'll deep dive into strategy and mindset of building your brand on social media so that your confidence and success in the online space can skyrocket. Get ready to step outside of your comfort zone and start creating some damn good content. Are you ready? Let's freaking get it. All right. I have Jonah Fry here with me today. He owns Lettuce Media, or mm-hmm. co-owns with, obviously, Arena Collective. Yep. He is the guy behind the damn good podcast content podcast. There's so yeah. many titles in my life right now. I can't keep straight. You've I got a few. Keep trying to say damn good marketing. Anyway, he is the pod guy and all the video content guy. Yep. So how? let's do a backtrack. How did you get started? What do you do? Tell me all the things. So... How far back are we going? How far? Wait, I do want to eventually get. We're telling the story about lettuce. How this yeah. even evolved for the name? Yeah. Give us a little insight on who you are first, and okay. then we can go there. So, I grew up taking photos with my phone, like an Android phone. Shout out Android. And not even a flip. No, it was, well, I had a razor, and then I had, <laughs> <laughs> and then. And then I, I was taking pictures on that too. I just always loved photography. Mm-hmm. And so my dad was like an avid uh, hobbyist photographer. Yeah. And so he just kind of showed me, or like, I, I guess I saw him taking photos. I just thought it was really cool. So like, I always took photos of everything. And we had like a home VHS thing. And I would just like, I would never record it, but I would always like look through the VHS, like playing ninja yeah. with myself, you know? Uh-huh. And I would just like run around and stuff. And so I always loved like that, movies and everything like that. So when I got older, I took film photography in high school. So okay. I doubled up on film photography because Colorado schools are way cooler. Uh, and in Louisiana, that wouldn't have been a thing. Uh, but anyway, so I took back-to-back film photography, like one and two, developed my own film, learned about like composition and just all that kind of stuff. So I did that just for fun. Like I would yeah. film skate videos and all that kind of stuff. Like I just loved it. And then I moved down here. And my brother at the time worked at a big church, okay? And he told me, like, that he worked in video. Yeah. And I didn't know that was, like, I I guess I just never thought about it. You were like, that's fake. Yeah, I was like, what do you, like, you get paid for that? And so he really opened that up to me to be, for me to think that I could do it too. And so he took me under his wing. I worked two long years for free, uh, learning how to make videos, editing videos making terrible videos and then eventually i got he i guess he trusted me enough to like start paying me and then we were in the film industry doing like local spots behind the scenes stuff for commercials that was really fun and then i got a job at church of the king Mm -hmm. um basically took his job essentially because he was leaving and he was going full-time in the film industry so um i got paid to learn i was 19 i was the youngest employee at that church and I learned a lot, still made bad videos. I looked back, I look back on some of those videos. I'm like, those played, people saw those videos. And they liked them at the time. At the time, yeah, it was cool. Now so like- I guess, you know, that says something about it. But um, so I worked there for seven years, 
went freelance and then which was nice it was a good break and then um i made one video for one of my buddies and then that's kind of when i met jared and the team at arena collective and we started lettuce media so that's where we are it's about a a 10-year actually like a 11 year adventure journey where you were yeah. terrible. I was terrible a good bit of it. So I sure. want to just like pinpoint cuz like right now obviously if you see my videos or if you just follow Lettuce Media whomever you obviously know Jonah. If you don't know Jonah, he's like the most chill person I've ever met in my entire life like <laughs> ever. And so he's really good now. So basically I feel like we're jumping yeah. head first into my next thing but um a lot of people are like, I'm going to be really bad at things at first. But the fact that you're really good now and like you are really freaking good, like he's going to be the number one videographer at or cinematographer at Damn Good Marketing Live. Shout out. Gang, gang. Um, and then you keep going back and saying how terrible you were. So like, yeah. give a, how did you get better and how did you get to where you are now? I don't know. I, I think like. um, So like I co-owning a business. You focus on like consistency Mm -hmm. and making sure that like everybody has the same amount of quality as like the last one regardless of the price right Right. i always try to make sure if it's the lowest tier or like a big bigger production like i want everything to look really good yeah and so i guess like artistically and creatively i'm very hard on myself right always Mm -hmm. like that's just part of it right like i could look back at something i did last month and still feel like I could have done better, but that's art, right? Like yeah. that's a painting. Like you go like that painting right there. I'm sure John probably could have picked out what he could have done differently. So, but right. like a cer- certain point you got to like, let go. Yeah. So I guess it's, I look at it as a journey mm-hmm. and like, I'm never, I, I never want to feel like I'm the best I've ever been. So right. you always want to get better. Exactly. So I think to me, I was like, when I say like I was really bad at video, like I probably was decent, but for me, I'm like, I always want to progress. Right. So, um, did that answer your question? Yeah. So the key word here is you never give up and you just kept going. Yeah. Like I just kept, I just kept making videos and started learning things and really like got obsessed with it because I'm, I'm competitive with things that I really care about. So like the biggest thing for me or what I hold on to Mm -hmm. is like, creativity and making things look insane yeah. but like that, that no one else <laughs> pays attention to right you know like most of the time like no one's gonna be looking at the lighting or like whatever but me i'm like i'm dissecting it to like the millisecond yeah you know and making sure that like everything is good so i, I guess i kind of nerd out well, on like that you perfection love, yeah and you're passionate about it yeah. and obviously it's your name on it so you want to deliver yeah, a great sure. product and yeah. the only way for you to continue to get business is if you deliver a great product Right. But just like you said, I mean, obviously we've witnessed it, myself and Heather have witnessed like you sending us videos for clients that we work with together mm-hmm. and you're, you harp on the smallest things and we're like, it really is good. And you're like, thanks. But yeah, you know, like you second guess yourself sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I think any creative in that sense is the exact same way. Mm-hmm. I guess like what the next fold would be like, did you ever just want to be like, I don't want to do this shit anymore. Yeah. Many times. Okay. So <laughs> yeah, give us that times. because like every time I talk to you, you're just like, Hey dude. Yeah. What's up? <laughs> I, so I have like, and my wife probably she's, she deals with me a lot on that. Cause like I, I'm such an internal thinker yeah. and that's probably why I come across so chill. Cause like you're probably- everything could be going to shit, Yeah. but like 
it, like in my head, I'm just like, mm -hmm. I'm just thinking about it. Like it takes me a long time to process things, I think, or I, I, I guess I like try to figure it out before I bring it up. Yeah. You know, cause like, I want to make sure that I'm like, I'm making sense to myself. I think before. it's also a dude thing. Though, probably. No, it probably is. And so there was a time where, when I was working at the, at church, uh -huh. um, and we like after sit like five years, it was, if you look at it at, at the year, mm -hmm. we did the same things, right? Like the same events would come the same. It was just, it got very monotonous. Yeah. And I was just so over it. Mm -hmm. And like, I was like, I'm done. I was like, I'm going to go. Like literally I called my brother who worked at Vonage for like a sales job. I was like, just give Shut me a up. remote sales job. Yeah. I was over it. And I'm trying to remember what brought me back to reality. And I think what did help a lot was passion projects, uh -huh. doing things that like no one really was guiding me on. Mm -hmm. I could just, I talk about a lot like being in the, like just being in the clouds creatively, like just, and I think most people can do that even if you don't deem yourself as creative. Like you can just dream and sit and yeah. just like think about cool stuff. Right. And so, um, I just started to like create fun things mm -hmm. that had that no one saw, no one probably will see. It was just for fun. Like I just wanted to just do it. And that brought me back into like why I really loved it again and not attaching it to um other people seeing it or like a common goal. You right. know, so it was like it was just for me. So like that really turned it around um of bringing like the creative side of it, not the strategy. Cuz like what we do, you do it too is there's like the creative side and then the strategy to like implement. Yeah. And the implementation is where it can get a little monotonous. Yeah. And the creation, I don't think it's often overlooked, but once the creation starts, the implementation takes over. Yeah. Right. So um, I just had to tell myself, like, come to terms with that is what it is. If right. this is the business. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, there's many times where I've wanted to quit. But that was like the big moment when I was working at church. And then two years later, I left. Yeah. So that was a big freeing thing because I felt like things were on my terms again. Mm -hmm. And I, like, not to sound bad, like they're great. Like they contract me out and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah, no. But like the, you know, doing things how I wanted to do them. Right. You, know? you have a little bit more freedom. Yeah, like man in the ship. You actually have a lot more freedom. Yeah. I said yeah, a lot bit. more freedom. So how do you manage? Because I know you like, I'm a creative too, in the sense of like not as creative as like you. Um, but it's very hard to implement the creative aspects to the strategies that we know mm. that have to work for these platforms yeah. or for any type of marketing that you're doing for people. How is that to overcome? Because I know in the beginning, I remember working, it's never, it was never like, this is how I was like, this is how social works. And you're like, but this is how creative works. <laughs> yeah, and so we yeah. were, we, we've been working together now, what, two years, yeah, probably yeah, maybe longer, but in the sense where you have two people that know creative aspects, mm. I know we want to get creative. I know we want to be fun, but we also have to follow the strategies of these social platforms. Yeah. How marketing has evolved and how your business clientele is now more like social aspect mm -hmm. too. It still is like brand videos, all that as well, yeah. but it's social. How have you adapted? with the creativity aspect of it mm. to now what we have to implement? I would, I'd say algorithms changed the game mm -hmm. a lot. And so did vertical video. So like six, I mean, what? When did like, like IGTV 
was kind of a big deal when it first came out because yep. you could do long form and the idea you do whatever of, you want you do whatever you wanted yeah and the idea of like having your phone like this wasn't that crazy right you know right it was like still kind of normal and like from me and folks that are video specific horizontal is the king yeah movies are still horizontal well YouTube's still the king. YouTube's, yeah, YouTube. Like, I'm a big YouTube consumer. Everybody is so focused on other platforms, but yeah. YouTube will always be the king yeah. of social media. 100%. Continue. That long form kind of thing. So, like, the two things that I noticed where, where creativity had to, ch like, I guess adapt mm -hmm. was when IGTV was, like, slowly leaving. Mm -hmm. And TikTok came. And TikTok came. So, Instagram had to have a competitor. Right. And so, that whole change of, like... Uh -huh. The image just changed, which creates a lot of problems, but also a lot of solutions in the sense right. to where all you're all we're worrying about now is just <laughs> so much less of a frame. Yeah. And so like you have to put less into it. Yeah. And it also like the quality for the most part can be sacrificed in a sense. Yep. As long as like the content itself is good. Yeah. Which for me, I don't love too much because I like really cool looking shit you know because you're creative yeah exactly so in the film industry right right so it's like different yeah it's, di it's just different and so but our business is caters to a lot of that so like yeah. what we try to do is make it still look really good mm -hmm. be really fun like yeah. what you're saying is like pivoting for all the clients but still make it kind of mesh with vertical video right which that was the second thing because i remember in like live production at church it was still um horizontal yeah but then on social media we had to start cutting down for vertical and it was just like this weird month or two where we we're just like what are we doing yeah, it was in so life? weird right it was weird because we would we had that that's when we started to have to make duplicates right so we would edit the video and then repurpose it for social yeah but when we filmed them at the time vertical was not in the in the equation no so we were missing other things inside of the frame or I guess outside of the frame that like mattered. <laughs> so we would, we would do a bunch of stuff. Like we would move the video around, you know, like you would move the position of the vertical yeah. video in, it was a mess. It was bad. And then we, we just, eventually figured it out. And then you figured, yeah. Yeah. That I'll, was a big thing is adapting to that. I think I will say like being in this world, there's multiple things that you said. Like number one was it was a struggle. Cause I remember in the beginning I was like, it has to be short. It has yeah, to be well, vertical. First, yeah. We have to get to the point. Yeah. Cause you only have like three to five seconds to get someone's attention. Mm -hmm. And now that I've been in this for two and a half years, I'm just like, throw the rules out the damn window. Yeah. And I want you just to talk to me and I right. want you to educate me and I want you to be consistent. And I think that what we value the most about, especially working with Arena, is the mm -hmm. fact that they let us be creative and say or do yeah. whatever they we tell them to do, they do. For yeah. example, the videos that we've been pushing out that yeah. are horizontal but vertical. Yeah. Do you know how many people have sent that to me? I'm and sure a good said, bit. Did you post this because it's wrong? And I'm like, mm, it's not. It's not actually wrong <laughs> yeah. at all. We're yeah. doing this on purpose. That's funny. To switch it up. Yeah. And it's just so crazy that everybody's brains are so trained the way they are that I just when they when you watch it now, I like literally flip my phone just like, and it's fine. Just do it. It's fine. Yeah. And so we're trend setting. Yeah. It's true. It like people get so used to that certain way. But it was the same thing for when horizontal became vertical. People just like adapted. Yeah. And then the moment you present them something that isn't the norm, well, when I look at it, I'm like, okay, well, then more people are going to either talk about it or look at it. They're going to be like, Arena's so, social media right. people really screwed up. Yeah, and be right. like, we did it. Yeah, we no, did like, it we actually didn't. at all. No, it was just planned.
And was, you had so many elements. So exactly, it makes yeah. sense because you had so many elements in that frame that mm -hmm. would have sucked to cut out because it was a group discussion. Yeah. And so we needed all of that in there, mm -hmm. even though they weren't all speaking. And you were like, yep. Shelby, just let me be creative. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like a huge advocate for captions. And you're yeah. like, we can't do captions here. And then I remember us talking to Jared back and forth being like, we can't put captions. He's like, but you can. So it was like a debate, but mm -hmm. I will say that they literally took a step back and they were like, y'all the creative aspects and yeah. the minds. And so I feel like when you work with people like that, it's just a little bit more freeing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, I like, I guess, piggybacking on that idea of like us, the people behind the content or like strategy mm -hmm. is at the core, like we get to decide what people or I guess how they consume the content. Yep. And so in a way, we're kind of really just like chauffeuring them into like, hey, just just do it like this. Just like just watch it. it like this, you know, and then they do it like yeah. like. I've always been an advocate of like how it's presented is how it will be, I guess, taken in the yeah. sense, you and know, we're willing to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's like to me, I, I have no issue with making a real have them flip their phone because it's different. Yes. And like it, something happens in their brain. We're like, oh, this is crazy. We're getting wild. You I know. know and I, I'm not kidding. The amount of people that were like Shelby. It was like text. It was it's DMs. Crazy. It was like, what did you do? That's you, wild. Your people put this up wrong. I was like, they did it. Mm -hmm. They did it. It's fine. Did you notice the graphics that were vertical? What graphics were vertical? You know, like we, we did the like for the cover photos. Yes. Like those were vertical. Well, yeah, because they're normal for the grid. And right. they don't know until they click it. And yeah. they're like, oh, crap, this has changed. Yeah. Okay. So. When, if somebody was like, cause you deal with a lot of people in front of the camera mm -hmm. from people that are like, hell yeah, let me get my moment to people that are like, I, my armpits sweat. Yeah. How? It's, it's uh, you. Like me. <laughs> okay. For people that don't believe yeah. me, I get very nervous. Can you yeah, please yeah. put that on the record? <laughs> yeah. I think you, you don't get too nervous. You do it well. Do you remember the the Southern? Yeah. The, well, there was a lot going on there. Okay. Okay. Cool. When we did the promo video for Damn Good Marketing yeah. Live, y'all, it, it, what it could have been 30 minutes was like two hours. Yeah. We had some people coming in. It was, but it turned out really good. It did. It we had just, a couple it, of drinks for Liquid Courage. Yeah. It was fine. It was, it was great. Anyway, going back to good. the point, what is your advice? I feel like I know it, but let's share it with everyone. What is your advice on just getting in front of camera? Like you have to do it. Yeah, I mean, so I guess what we do or what I do is like, I want to make sure that it feels like a conversation or just hanging out at first. Yep. So if it's in here, if it's at, a, at their, their own business, if it's at a anywhere, I'll just sit down and just chat. Yep. And oftentimes I'll hit record and just one, because I might forget <laughs> like when we start <laughs> rolling. Statement. Okay. So I'll just you know, I'll just hit record and just chat. And like most of the times they don't know that, that I'm recording. Mm -hmm. Cause it like, doesn't tell you like my camera doesn't really have like a red light unless it's on the screen. So, right. um, I'll just record and talk shop. You know, what are you doing? I try, I try to like be as personable as I can and making them comfortable. Right. Cause I know like if they feel really uncomfortable and I just like follow the protocol of like filming a video like yeah i could produce the shit out of it and just be like okay now say this say this say this that's not gonna be fun for them or authentic or authentic and yeah. they're probably gonna be turned off on it a yeah. little bit so i always always try to make sure that it just feels very comfortable so advice to people to get on video is one you just got to start you, like you just have to rip the band-aid off you have to rip the band-aid 
film yourself and post it and just deal with it because if if your business is attached to it or if you if you want something out of it you have to do it if you want to lose weight or run faster what do you do keep going you keep running or yeah. you keep like you like it's just it's the same thing and it's also a muscle so like the the more you do it you get more disciplined right and you're just going to get better at it like no one is immediately good on video mm -mm. there's a select few right because either one they like took teaching class in or um speaking like matt what is it mass communications i yeah, don't know uh, like speech it, yeah, yeah speech in college yeah. so like they're trained enough to do I it i took that and hit under the desk yeah i never i didn't go to college so <laughs> I, I don't know what's going it's fine. on anyway continue. um so yeah like you just have to start doing it and then also there's no rules either so like a lot of shoots like when we did with becky the first time i filmed her she was very nervous and very I was like, nervous very and i was like take a shot just take a shot do and something do, yeah do something that's going to make you feel like this isn't what it is right that's the big thing is just like don't worry about the camera there may be lights but just talk you know and i try to guide people through that so make it feel like it's not what it is and then just keep doing it you just have to keep doing it that's it like i don't i'm not i don't love being in front of the camera but I've gotten used to it. No, he was I've gotten nervous better before at this. Yeah, I'm they all stopped. He maybe was a little so bit. nervous. He was like, "I don't want to do this, but you're making me." Yeah. Um. So it's just, it's just really, you have to do things that you don't want to do sometimes. And if you know that it's something that you have to do, then you have to, you just, you got to do it. You just have to do it. I almost do said you, the F word. I know. I know it's off limits. It's off limits. <laughs> it's the only thing that's off limits on this the podcast. Yeah, I don't know if that's helpful, but like, I wish I could give some insane like inspirational thing but a lot of the times you just gotta do it a lot of times it's just the your mindset because like in yeah. reality is like you and i can sit i got i get on stories basically every single day and say it's time to get on video like yeah i challenge you to do xyz yeah try to do it over and over you've said it any guru they follow has said it anybody that is literally successful in their business that yeah. is adapted with the times of marketing has said it and the only thing that's going to be the difference is between that person and actually doing it. Because mm -hmm. the easiest way is to take your phone yeah. and video yourself and then just post it. And if it's scary to post it as a post, then just do it as a story because then in 24 hours, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah. And half the time people don't see it yet because you haven't been consistent for them to even see it. So like, <laughs> yeah, I will back up to say this though, give Jonah a little kudos and tap on the back is I've been in the room with you probably two, almost two and a half years, two, two mm -hmm. and a half years, whatever the case may be. And he makes you feel very comfortable. So women, we struggle with multiple things, how we look, if we look bad, if something's mm -hmm. showing, like how our posture is. And he's very respectful in saying like, you're not gonna like this way. Also at the same time, a lot of people have this question when they work with me and I bring you in is who develops the questions and the content. And I'm like, yeah. Jonah's really good at doing the research. Mm -hmm. Him and I are typically together. If it is my clients that you're coming in on where we sit there and you talk and then I might have a question that's based off the question that they have. So right. they don't have to worry about anything else. They just come and show yeah. up unless they have something that they know. Is right. Asked yeah. If they know what they want to talk about or, or like their clients have asked a lot of questions that they like one don't feel like answering mm -hmm. every freaking day yeah then that's when you can make videos about it start talking about it use email marketing and stuff like that to actually like get that word across right and how, how what are your thoughts on like repeating content as in like say we do a shoot 
every month mm-hmm. or whatever and we talk about um almost the same thing we've worded yeah. it a little bit different like what mm-hmm. is your take on that when it comes to like social media and filming because some people say i'm over it i'm tired of hearing the same topic yeah. but that being the person that's actually delivering it i think after probably a month you could say it again you, arguably you could say it again after two weeks because again with the algorithm it changes all the time and i, I feel like like you know, you like the YouTube updates of like, this is what the algorithm's doing. It's yeah. like, like there's just, there's a sauce that they're not going to tell us. And at the end of the day, you also still have to like do your diligent work of getting your message across regardless of the algorithm. So like, if it's not working, keep talking about it and keep being consistent right? and rediscuss what was brought up two months ago. Cause it's. Yeah. Maybe a third of the people that saw it two months ago, one, they forgot about it. And then there's the other two thirds that have never seen it. Right. So who cares? Yeah. And like, they, they need to see it multiple times yeah. for it to register in right. their brain. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think repurposing you could easily do. Right. For sure. I might get backlash on this, but I'm going to say it anyway. So who cares? Um, is as a social media manager, you're never going to know the algorithm from front to back. No, no matter what platform you're on. Right. So if you're consistent and educating, providing value, and actually entertaining your consumer and your audience, then you're solid. Yeah. And we've seen arena stuff skyrocket in six months. Well, seven months. Well, eight months now. What month are we in? But wow. even at month six, it was crazy. It was in the metrics are insane because they post a video every single day, mm-hmm. five days a week. Yep. We don't touch it on the weekend. We might share, we might have an open house or like whatever the case yeah. may be, but their videos are five days a week. So truly stop stressing over all the little shit with the algorithms and just show up as yourself yeah. authentic- authentically. And if you can't do it, then hire Jonah. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Hire, hire the guy sitting across from me if you're not LM. watching this. No, I agree. Like the, it's almost like there are rules mm-hmm. with the algorithm. It's like, do this, do this. But then by making those rules, you're almost like you kind of have to break them in some sense, just like how we were talking about earlier. Because mm-hmm. when you, everybody follows the rules, what happens? Everything starts to look the exact same. Exact same. So I was like, let's change yeah. this to horizontal yeah. right get, now. Get, get the people talking about it. Post you know? it vertical, but you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. just. Change it up. Here we go. Hey, uh, this is Jonah Fry, uh, the editor of the DGC podcast. And Shelby has a very, very important message to tell you. Damn Good Marketing Live is coming way sooner than we thought with only 15 tickets left on November 8th at the Southern Hotel. This event is for creators, entrepreneurs, and even if you are in the department of corporate world, whatever the case may be, you're gonna learn social, you're gonna learn business, you're gonna learn legal aspects. We're gonna have a badass videographer there, photographer, a DJ, great food, networking, and a happy hour. I hope to see you there. Snag those tickets because there's only 15 left. It's gonna be worth it. It's gonna be so worth it. Good job. Boom. You always need a hype person. (laughs) You do. The only thing that's going to make you different from any content that you're producing is you. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to produce everything that everyone else is doing, like, for example, trending shit where you're dancing. Like, I'm going to be honest. If you scroll back a lot, I did it a lot. You did. You made me do it. I did. But it was fun. We did have fun. Yeah, it was fun. I like that. That's when it was kind of. It was kind of a thing. Yeah, it was more of a thing than it is now. For and sure. then the moment we flipped the switch because mm-hmm. I was here, the moment I put a video out after it was like a couple of us sitting around the table, we had the mics weren't even working and I filmed it. Remember, we when did the round that? table. 
It was No, I don't think that was me. I think that was the other one. The other video person. No. Right? No. I filmed it on my phone. Remember when we used to do the meetups oh, yeah. at like seven oh, o'clock like in the morning? The, the early, I literally yeah, would yeah. lean it up against my phone. You just put the mics up. We didn't hook it up to shit. That's it right. wasn't your <laughs> camera. And I was just talking. We would ask each other questions. And yeah. I mean it felt awkward as crap because we already knew the answers. Yeah. But that's the moment when people were like, oh my God. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God. We're gonna do this now. And yeah. that's like when we literally flipped the switch. We and were I, downstairs in the conference that's room. Right. And yeah. then we were in that other room over there mm -hmm. for a while. I will, that brings me up, or brings up a good point of like, I would argue that us doing that really started the trend in our area. Like, yes. With, like, without a doubt, we like, people are gonna tell us no, but I'm gonna say hard yeah, yes. Hugely influenced that. And they may, a lot of people may be, may have seen the videos that other people do in other states like Gary Vee and stuff, but we really like brought that here, here, 100, no doubt about it. Here. Like, like, I don't even know who would disagree with you. I don't think anyone. I, how could you? Well, the thing too, is like, it's not to our own horn. It's being factual in the sense of like, yeah. when you surround yourself with people with the same goals. And you're a force to be reckoned with and you start to collabing with each other. So it yeah. was like you were in front of my audience. I was in front of your audience. Mm -hmm. We were in front of the law firm's audience. We were yep. in front of all these things. I remember Sam was sitting across the table from us too. We were in front of his audience. Yeah. That is when the power of marketing actually happens because no matter what, word of mouth is always going to trump everything. But yeah. when you start collabing on social and you use it for your benefit, especially with video, and you get around and you just have a conversation, it changes the game. Mm -hmm. And now I'm like, I see one more damn vertical video. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That's yeah. what I do for a living, obviously. But I mean, I need you to be authentic. And like my biggest struggle now with my clients, and I know you do deal with this all the time, is to get them to actually do it. Like they yeah. want, they have all these goals. They have all these things that they want right. to achieve, but they're like, no. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, you're well, not going to get okay. that. <laughs> yeah. So what is like one key takeaway people can take away from this? We're not done, by the way, but. Key takeaway of like, if they were to listen to this podcast, obviously tomorrow, and they were like, I'm going to film something. Like, mm. what is one challenge that you give them to film that they can post tomorrow after listening to this? I or would, that same day, whatever, whenever I would, they listen. Yeah. I would say give value. Like, just give value whatever you're talking about. Like, if, if it were to be a business owner, I'd be like, give something for free in the sense of like like just give them a freebie whether that's like a tip that could help them even if it's in your related field which a lot of the time i feel like people may not want to give away a freebie because they're like well that's a part of my service or whatever it's like you got to give something. something you did it for two years right yeah to like, get you to where you are right, right now yeah you got to do something so whether that's like giving value on how you can you know, better buy a house or like whatever, instead of like having to have them walk you through it and like do the whole sales pitch. It's like, just give the quote unquote sales pitch on your phone, like, you know, on a video. Yeah. Give something of values really big. Yep. So like if I were to do it and I'd never done video, like for me for video, I'd be like, okay, here are three tips that you can film yourself better. Like be in front of a window. You want to be lit. You want to be quick to the point, be direct, that kind of stuff. So just as long as you're giving value, I think that's the most important thing. Like, don't just blabber about nothing. Right. Make it somewhat engaging yeah. to where people could actually like walk away with something. Right. That's like 
probably one of the most important things for sure. Also, too, what you just said, because I don't want people to get confused, is when you are filming yourself, correct me if I'm wrong, be in front of a window, but let the light hit your face versus correct. the other Not way flipped. around. They yeah. don't need to, it doesn't need to be behind you. It needs to be in yeah. front of you. Have the window cast light to your face. It so the, it does help because one, it just looks better because especially on a phone, mm-hmm. iPhones do way better in brighter light. Way better because their their base ISO is like a hundred hundred ISO, and we're getting a little technical here. But lost the, me. The more the, the more the light, like if you ever notice, like when you're filming outside, it's like oh, it looks kind of good. But then you film in a like inside, it just looks a little different. Yeah. So that's why the whole window comes into play, especially on the front facing camera. Get in front of a window, make it bright. It's gonna look way better. Way better. Way better. Okay. Um. Also, what's your favorite platform? Besides YouTube. Like personally. Okay, let's say, let me rephrase it because okay. we know YouTube's going to be it. If your client was to post on a social media platform after they use the content that you filmed and mm-hmm. you hand it to them on a silver platter, what's your advice on what platform to utilize and what's your favorite one or that you've seen to work for people the most? Or do you even <sighs> have a, it, an opinion? I would, I, I think Instagram. But at the same time, I've seen Facebook blow the hell up. Facebook is blowing the heck up because they're freaked out, but they're whatever they're doing is working. But I yeah. hate it. I still I, hate it. I, I, I still think yeah. it's great for businesses. Yes. And like I, I explained in the talk we did last week, I was like, here's your difference. Facebook is like your mom yeah, and yeah. your grandmother. Right. If you want, you always knew this. If mm. you wanted more engagement on your post. You would tag them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> they don't think they twice for commenting or sharing and look no. at my baby go. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram, they're like, mm, I see you. Yeah. And TikTok, you ain't getting touched. But I was just curious right. of like what it's, platform was your your yeah. jam. It, like Instagram is good for I think a lot of like the day-to-day like consistent posting stuff. And then mm-hmm. like if you do a sick video and then you also tag like people that at least were involved. Yep. I think it does really well because they're going to share it and yep. they're going to put it on their stories. But Facebook, like a brand video on Facebook is going to absolutely demolish anything else. Anything else. Like it is like Kate the Redhead. She posted her brand video that we did for it, and it got like, I think when I looked, it was like 27 shares and 77 likes. And that was like when she posted it like that day. And I was like, dude. That's crazy. Like you're not going to get that on Instagram. You just you're just not. It's not as local. Like Facebook is more hyper local than and you, Instagram. And is. the and the demographics they yeah. want to share it. They just like it. They just like to share they it for whatever reason. Of, they're happy share. Yeah, for I mean, sure. Share happy. So I guess if I were to answer it, like maybe Facebook, I feel which like, sounds yucky. Oh my god! I, I was shocked. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know it's YouTube, but like I gave, I took yeah, that one out for the me. Equation. For me to consume, it's YouTube. I watch like the most obscure. Like I watch barbecue smoking videos. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm at home, working from home, and like I'll when I'm eating, I'll put on like a 15 minute video of like meat smoking, of like how to so smoke meats. And then when it's done, I'm done eating and I go back to work. Or I'll like watch like working out videos or like running videos. But like I could easily watch a 45 minute YouTube video, like at night, like in bed. With my phone, just like watching it, going I, to sleep. I did. I, so the more I've gotten to know you, the more I've learned about you, which is weird. Not weird, but like there's weird quirks that like you're a cook. I love cooking. And like yeah. the day we were talking about sourdough bread, 
Yeah, you were like, yeah. yeah. What is this? You got? Is it the starter? You got the starter. You yeah. have to feed it. Mm-hmm. You got to. You can feed a starter for like years. And I was like, what are you? I didn't even know you were listening to us. Yeah. And then you cook all kinds of stuff. I love What's your favorite food to cook? <sighs> I do. I love. Obviously, mm. smoking thing. Smoking meat is great because it's like a, it's the long haul. Mm-hmm. Like on a Saturday or Sunday. It's like an all day thing. All day thing, hanging out, listening to music, watching football, drinking a couple of brewskis. Uh, but I think like the classic steak and baked potato is like, you just can't oh my go God, wrong. I'm coming over for dinner. Yeah, you can't go wrong. And all different types of steak. Oh, yeah. And different ways you can do the steak. Yeah. Don't get me started because I'll go forever. Who's the better cook, you or Brie? Me. Does she even like fight you on that? I don't think she would fight me on that. She doesn't care. She's a good cook. But like I like cooking more, I think, than she does. But I take like she says I take too long. You do. I take a long I time. I mean, not you, but men in general. When John and I first started dating, we just get so into I it. I knew when I would go over for dinner that I needed to have a snack at six thirty yeah. seven because dinner wouldn't be ready he's, till nine, ten o'clock. But he's putting the Mac on. Like he's like I mean, like from our perspective, we're like, if you're if you know you're gonna cook a meal, we're so off track, but I love it. Sorry. This is like a typical conversation anyways. But like for him and our perspective, he's like, he's like, all right, I'm going to like take out the steak an hour before because it's got to get up to room temperature. I can't. And then I'm going to mm-hmm. take the butter out at like 20 minutes. So it's not too hard to put into the pan to, to baste the steak. But then I got the fresh rosemary and I'm going to have to take that out of the fridge at a certain point. And then, uh oh, we have pasta. I'm going to have to cook the pasta. You know, there's a lot of math going on. There's a lot of things that you, and then you also just it, are slower. We're, we are a little bit slower. I love like all of y'all, but like. Yeah, we're, we're well, pretty slow. Well, good thing, but basically you're saying good things take time, which leads yeah. me into my next topic. Exactly. Let's break down where lettuce came from because people are like, what? Like yeah. lettuce. And I love this story and he's never really told it. That's true. Did you ever post that video that you sent me one time? I felt it was too long. I know. I know. Me. You know, know. what I'm going to do because I know who runs your social media and obviously it's it's really not me. That wasn't an inside joke. It's his wife. And so I'm going to make her post it because make it really it. was because right now it doesn't matter if it's long or short. If it's good content, you need to post it. I so know. let's give me the goods then. We'll let's do it. Okay. First exclusive of where lettuce came from. So here. I agree. A lot of people are like, what? What? And yeah. I'm like, no, like the vegetable lettuce, you know. But there's a good story. Yeah. So let's go. So Back in like the late 1970s, like 78, 79, my dad and his best friend lived lived and grew up in Minnesota. And they were at a soccer scholarship. When I say soccer, it was like a Lutheran college, but like they were good at soccer. So like it was a scholarship. Okay. Um, they had never left the state. They just wanted to travel, probably, you know, wanted to smoke some ganja. You know, who knows? Yeah. Right. He didn't really get into that, but I'm sure that was the reason. <laughs> Uh, so they traveled in like a busted up, I think it was a Pinto. I think my dad had a brown Pinto, which I don't know if you know what that is. I'll put a little picture. Yeah, put a picture. Ugly car. But like, it was really popular. A lot of people drove It was like the long, it's like on that 70s show. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Yes, got it. So they drove down, they wanted to go to California. They'd never been to California. Like, so they wanted to go to San Diego, Mm -hmm. right? They wound up in Northern, like, basically wine and farm country california and they were like where's the beach man yeah they didn't know where it was and they had no money their car broke down like multiple times so they saw a big lettuce farm and they were like okay maybe we just like work here 
and uh and like get some money and we'll go to where we need to get which is really far away i don't know if you drove san diego to northern california it's a long drive yeah long drive Mm -hmm. um so they uh wanted to work there for like a week and they ended up staying like a month and a half over summer in a lettuce farm on a lettuce farm picking lettuce and they became really good friends with the owners there's an elderly couple got it and they my dad just learned a lot about life you know um taking every opportunity as it comes right and so fast forward when um you know when we were born and all my all my brother's friends all my friends whenever we did something that we didn't want to do like complain about he'd be like you just got to pick your lettuce you just got to do the things that you want to do and take every opportunity that you can and it's going to get you to where you want to go and so we would always joke or not joke but like whenever we said oh we got to take a test like dude you're picking your lettuce Mm -hmm. go pick your lettuce so like that's kind of where it started so when we came up with the company name i had like you know everything relating to video like illume media and there's like probably 30 illume medias or whatever else and then the last thing was lettuce media and i was like oh my god what a great way to honor my dad he passed away in 21 no 22 and so it was just a carryover to like his legacy his legacy working hard doing the things you want to do um and it just worked out beautifully and i love it like it is so fun to have a unique name but also have a really cool story behind it right and because people question it and you're like well let me tell you about it and then like yeah. it lets people into that like personal level with you mm-hmm. too to know a little bit more about your your life yeah and why you named it that because i remember when you first told me i was like okay because i know you're like super creative and free-spirited so i'm like whatever and i knew yeah. we like in the beginning i mean some people were like what and mm-hmm. I was like, you just have to listen to the story. yeah just listen to the story just listen to the story yeah i mean when i brought it up to everybody i was like no one's really gonna get get the idea but once i told the story it made sense i think you should do a brand video i need to do one. aka you already did it you just won't post it i need to find also somebody that can like help film it because i can't film myself you could film oh you want to go to like didn't you say you wanted to like actually... i want to do a full-on short film of like that story that'd be sick like that i want to like that a... would set your brand apart from every single other yeah person. like but i want to go to like minnesota small farm country minnesota get an old car get two actors and like do it that would be the most insane thing ever it's on the list it'd be fun as hell so what is your dream for the lettuce media dream big oh man. a bunch of listeners that are dreamers i um I think I want lettuce media to be as far as like the competitive side of me. I want, I want us to be like the best in the area, mm-hmm. the biggest in the area, um, giving everybody really, really, really good content. That's like one isn't just like nice, but it also like gets the point across. There's yeah. like the strategy behind it too. Mm-hmm. And then also just giving back to people as well. Like that's a one thing that I really want to do like once we grow enough like whether we do a program or like some smaller business gets a free video or something like that we can kind of like serve them in a sense but also do like community outreach i think would be really cool you know, just being a part of the community like yeah. serving the community and what we do to you know promote their business but also like help the community too whether that's like cleaning up streets or whatever i think that'd be really fun to like grow like an initiative like that i yeah. think that'd be really great um and just multiple, like, I mean, if you like 30 employees. You just want you know? to be a beast. Yeah, just be a beast. You want to just be a damn beast. Yeah. Take over. A full on video marketing production company. Um, 
that's always been my dream. So I know that that takes a lot and like, I'm, I'm, but you're getting there. Yeah, I'm getting there and we're and it's fun. And I know like if your dreams don't scare you, then it's not right. So like when I say 30 employees, I'm like, that is millions of dollars. And people. And people. To you manage know? all different yeah, types of lot. humans. Yeah, a lot. But like, I do believe that we have a team that can get you there, can get me there and can support that. And um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, it's scary. Like even just saying it out loud, I'm like, oh my God, it's a lot, you know? Um, that's the biggest, and just make shit that looks like that we're, that we did it. That's like a huge the thing. stamp of like, yeah, let like, you know, did this. And somebody told me recently that she was like, I know when you do a video, even if it's not in the studio. And I was like, oh my God, that got me t- way too excited. Cause that's what I want. I want it to. That's your why. <clears throat> yeah. Like I want <clears throat> it to look like we did it in the sense of that people can distinct and, or make it feel distinct. And also just makes me proud that like people notice the difference. Like if somebody notices the difference in the content. Just because we we filmed it, that's like I mean that's great. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good a good thing for me. Um, we kind of like flew over this point. I have um. Oh, no, you're good. Are we like wait. I don't know how I don't know how long we. Okay, cool. Going. I have so many things. Not really. We're almost done. Um, we like kind of flew over this part, but you have a daughter. How I old do. is she? Two. She's, three, she'll be three in December. December. Okay. If you could tell her one thing, so like if this was your timestamp for her at and she sat across mm-hmm. at this age that we are right now, how old are you? 28. Oh my God. You're a baby. I'll be 29 in January. Oh my God. I feel old though. I'm about to be 33. You're still young. Mm, I'm like teetering. When's your birthday? October 14th. Like literally in my month. So you'll be 34? I'll be 33. I'm about to be 33. I'm being a baby. You're four years older than me. Anyway, whatever. (laughs) What is one thing that you hope that Lainey June, if she were sitting across the table when she's 28 year old, years old that she would say my dad taught me jeez um that hit hard or is that you just no yeah it's well i'm just imagining her being that age it's just like she's a little bit crushes me um i would say for her not to listen to anybody and just do follow her dreams and just like me like if you want to quit and you but you believe in yourself Never quit and don't listen to anybody. That's what I would say. And the legacy that you're leaving. Mm-hmm. Is it's far more. Yeah. Your legacy is far more important than how you feel during the day. Right. Right. You have. That's like, so, I think as we were, I don't know, maybe not you because you're way free, more free spirited than me. But like in how we grew up was like everything had to be like, which it's fine. It got me to where I am today. You have to do this. 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 Mm-hmm. In reality, if you, you really just need to be happy and chase yeah. your dreams and work really hard for what you want. I'm not saying like go do nothing. I'm yeah. saying like if you want to, the sky is the limit. And like yeah. now living in the world that we live in, I feel like it's just more, or maybe it's the people that we surround ourselves with. I don't know that the sky is the limit and you can accomplish your dreams. Mm-hmm. And so for you have a three year old, almost three year old, I have a yeah. four and a three year old, like, the whole point of this of this is to teach them that I will support you and to do whatever you want to yeah, do in life. Yeah, one hundred percent. I don't want. I would never want Lainey to just think that she could settle. Yeah, because it's easy to settle. Yes, it is. It's comfortable. Yeah, like I was. I've settled before as far as like gotten cozy with just like the same amount of money, 
and just like live with that. I was actually thinking about that last night. Like I would never want her to be like, okay, X amount of dollars a month is fine. But does that make it feel like you're limiting yourself? And not that it's about money. Money does allow freedom, but never settle ever set goals set goals never always feel like you're never good enough in a healthy way in the right. sense that you can be better you're good now but you can be even better and always progress and never settle because that's not fun mm -hmm. what's the point of settling like it just doesn't make sense to me and as you're sitting here listening to this these are two human beings that worked for someone else mm -hmm. that felt unhappy trapped knew they were meant for more whatever yep. you believe in Yep. You were meant to do more and do things. And we worked our butt off. It, you 10 years. I did it eight, one hour, two and a half, basically the same. And now we're thriving and running our own business. There mm -hmm. are hiccups. It does suck. You do get freedom, but you work yeah. a hell of a lot more than if you were working yeah. for someone else. Which is so funny. I know. How that works. You, you quit all... to like get yeah. freedom. But like truly it is great though that you don't have to like answer to anyone else. But at the same yeah. time, it is 24 seven. Yeah. And it just doesn't shut down. No, but like that's so much better than a cubicle. Yes. And a lot of times is is if corporate life is your life, then I want you to, to like excel and want to be as great as you can be in that aspect. Like if you don't want to run a business, then go help someone else, but do it to your fullest potential. And if you want yeah. to run a business, then now it's time to start that side hustle. Now it's time to like mm -hmm. get out and do those things that's going to get you to that that goal of where you want to be. Yeah. If I were to tell if. Like again, like when I said, like I've I'd settled before because I'd wanted to wanted to do a production company forever, for literally ever. Like yeah. the moment I saw production and mm -hmm. like I saw everything happen, I was like, that is the coolest shit ever. And I like I waited. Like I I had a few video production names six seven years ago, and like I never did it. I never like and, Perfect and so when I think about if anybody has thought about starting something. And like, I'm happy that it is the way that it is now, right? Like, I, I do believe in like fate and timing. I think this is the right time that I've been doing it. But that doesn't mean that you shouldn't, I couldn't have started way earlier. And I'm young and I could have started six years ago. And that would have been even more terrifying than the time that I did start it. So it's like, yeah, you can't, if you have something that you can't stop thinking about, you need to just freaking do it. Like you. Just do it. Life is way too short. Way too short. Very unexpected. It literally could. You have to live day to day in what you want to do and how you want to do it. And it's yeah. stepping outside of your comfort zone. Okay. Transitioning to this. And you're going to be like, oh, we're talking about this again. What is, are you most excited about for Damn Good Marketing Live? OMG. I would say, um, one, it'll be really cool to know you doing an event like you putting on an event because you've done a lot of speaking engagements, but not like a legitimate event. I feel like on your terms in the yeah. sense, like usually like if you do an event, it's just you. Mm -hmm. And this is more of like one, an all day thing with multiple speakers. So yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. And you're getting some insane like Jara. She's like a huge insane. deal. Huge deal. And huge. So I think that's really cool. I think a lot of people are going to give value. And the fact that that's happening in little old Covington is pretty crazy. Like, like I'm going to cry. Yeah. And you're hosting it, which is awesome. And you're filming it. And I'm filming it. And Heather's taking photos of it. And it'll be, it'll be, I think, nothing like this area probably has had access to. Ever. Physically. Like, like being, phys like people can physically come here and get a lot out of it. 
And I know your demographic is probably primarily women, but I think a lot of men could get something out of this too. I think so too. And I think like when I created this, I didn't want it to be heavily women. I mean, I know they gravitate because yeah. that's just who they are and that's mm. totally fine. But I think a lot of times people just discount that what you, the value you can get from it. And it's, oh, yeah. The whole goal is to make it something that's never been done here. It's yeah. not a boring conference. You're not going to just be sitting and staring at I mean, each you other. have a vip the day before i do and there's sushi and it's sold out and it's sold out oh is it really sold it's out sold oh out. my gosh and we have 45 tickets that are sold for the and, regular day 45 what people was, what was your what was the goal so we have 60 tickets available total and so we so only, only have what is the math 15 15 left there's 15 tickets 15 left. tickets left and once they're gone they're gone that's wild i know that's awesome i know i like trying to take a step back and soak in it truly though like because you have so it's you jara lauren navarre and casey and casey damato mm -hmm. which is cool because it's a lot of different types of like they're not all like just social media like lauren no, yeah, is an insane one of the baddest bitches i've ever met in my life legal side everything genius business like that if you own a business and like you also want to learn about social media but you also have some of your legal things you don't really know about you'd be an idiot not to go like truly. truly like lauren is like legal business all the things mm -hmm. casey is like in stupid insane with scaling and asking the questions that make you very uncomfortable but she's yeah. a genius and she's amazing she's actually my coach right now and jara oh my girl we have i mean been following her forever and then we aligned in the jasmine star mastermind same thing with yeah. casey but Jara is a freaking rock star. She talks to TikTok. She talks to Estee Lauder, Mac. She like, does like, like they consulting go in, they, for those businesses. Yes. They, she goes in as their speaker. They pay her to come in and do workshops. Yeah. For multi-million, maybe even billion dollar industries. I'm, I would imagine Estee Lauder is probably a And they're coming. She's coming. Oh my God, I like chills. Yeah, it's crazy. Like in Covington. In Covington at the Southern Hotel, which so, is a great place to do it. I love it. I'm so excited. It's a good spot. And there's only 15 tickets left. Yeah, that's, and it's in what, two weeks? Um, less than that. Should I put it on your calendar? It's October seventh. It's November eighth. Oh, there's so much time to get fifteen <laughs> tickets. You heard it here, guys. Get your freaking tickets, nerds. Okay, as we wrap up, because like we could probably talk forever. Because <laughs> yeah. like you were nervous at first, and now we're like talking for Shelby, like it was seven not hours. Nervous. Anyway, whatever. You were Liar. nervous. Um, where? Why should people hire you? Where can they hire you? What services do you offer? Give us your sales pitch. Mm. Go. Um, I would say. If Wait, one, okay. If you're at Damn Good Marketing Live, what is the sales pitch for that? Okay, if you're at Damn Good Marketing Live, you should uh, go because no, you're gonna- sales pitch for you. Oh, at Damn Good Marketing yeah, Live? Yeah, you're offering an offer at the end, remember? I do remember that. Yep, you said it in the other one. Continue, um, please. So at Damn Good Marketing <laughs> Live, if you see me, the 60 people that will be there, not the 45. Actually, it's going to be more because the sponsors have the tickets sponsors. too. So I'm thinking it's about 80 to 100 people. 80 to 100 people at the Southern Hotel. If you see me there, we are giving away a video content batch package. And it's 12 reels. Sick reels. And um, really, if you just want to take your content to the next level. And also not have to do your own content, which a lot of people, business owners, uh generally don't have the time for but they know they need it and so they're like okay so i have to film myself that's step one and it's like okay now i have to actually cut this footage down and then post it no thanks he does all of it so we take out a lot of that work um and it looks really damn good the audio sounds good and we get to hang out 
and, and Jonah and I, I work it. together a lot. So if you're my client, obviously you ask for video. I'm gonna bring Jonah in. That's right. Now give us your sales pitch of what lettuce can do for you on the regular day if you don't want to come to Damn Good Marketing Live. Which I don't know why you wouldn't. I don't either. It's annoying. But um, anyway, continue. So I guess I would say if you want to get content that is actually one relates to your business and is going to attract people that you want to do business with you. We're really good at that. Again, with the whole atmosphere of how we film things, um, high quality content, slow-mo, 4K, beautiful lighting, um, and also really just a very pain, painless process to get the things that you really need to get across and attract the people. Just like I said before, the biggest thing is just getting the people that you wanna do business with actually see you and get you on the radar. Absolutely. You know, And it looks good and it's fun. And you don't That's have to fun. freaking do it. You don't have to edit your own damn bit it, footage. You don't. He does it all and hands it to you in like this awesome yep. little link. And you literally. You just download it. You download it and post it, baby. All right. Last question for you. If there was one thing you can go back and tell yourself as a little boy, what would you tell him? Huh. Um, I would probably say, going back to what I would tell my kid is, um, I, I feel like I could have um, started sooner. And again, I know I'm young, but like I, I really, I think I could have trusted myself more and be like, I'm capable to do it. I may not know how to do it, but like you can, you can do it, you know? Yeah. And it's scary. Absolutely terrifying. It's supporting yourself. Absolutely. It's crazy. Probably the scariest thing. You're like, oh my God, this can be so fun. Yeah. And then, no. and then the first day. You're like, okay, now what? I don't have any healthcare. I don't have dental. I don't have, I got to figure this out. But yeah, I would just say I, like, I could have listened to myself and trusted the fact that I would do what I needed to do to make it work. Yeah. You were and not control. rely on anybody. Awesome. You know? Well, thanks, bro. Hell yeah, dude. We did the damn thing. Yep. Thanks for the last minute. This will be released tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to, I'm uh, we're going to edit this today. We by he, me, by we, me. he means yeah. he. I don't have a headshot for the thumbnail. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do it. You want me to take your picture really quick? Yeah. I have one with short hair. You do have one with short hair. We'll do that. Anyway, whatever. All right. All right, guys. Thanks. Peace out. Boy Scout.